welcome to Legacy of Mom podcast. I'm Tina. We are all leaving a legacy. Have you thought about yours? Hi, Britt. How are you today? I'm good. Good. Britt is decorating for Christmas. <laughs> she is like, <laughs> you've been sending me pictures. <laughs> I have zero chill with Christmas. Like I am, when it gets to like October, like the last week of October, I just itch every single day. And then the 31st, I'm like, yep, it's time. <laughs> That's what we were talking about. Like nothing uh, dispels the darkness of Halloween, like some good Christmas music playing in the background. Now, the backstory mm -hmm. in this is I've always started playing Christmas music on October 31st. And I get a lot of flack for that from a lot of people, but mostly from you from when you were a kid. And now you're like yeah. decorating before I even get started. So there's that. I know. Just can't, can't help myself. <laughs> <laughs> So today we want to talk about busyness and the reason we want to talk about busyness and I don't know, maybe we've talked about this before. We're going to talk about it again because yeah, I think we talked about it actually a couple times, but it's necessary. Yeah, it's a problem. So <laughs> it's a problem. <laughs> yeah. So I, I, I guess it's on my heart to talk about it again because I've had several phone calls or people saying, you know, texting me or whatever like what's too busy and what's not busy enough for my kids. And I find, you know, I think kids who are in a school, a traditional school setting, we don't kind of worry about that too much, although it does become a problem. But mm -hmm. I find it mostly like kids who are like moms who are choosing to homeschool, which is great. I love that. I love that model. Um, but it's the whole, there's a fear of your children not being socialized. And I think that's a lie mm -hmm. from the enemy. Because yeah. our kids are going to be socialized. And right. um, and because of that fear, we're like doing all the things and we're gone all day long or we're gone every night or, or whatever. And it ends up burning everybody out. Mm -hmm. The kids, the moms, the whole thing. So busyness is just like the quality or state of being busy all the time. Yeah. Always doing something. There's no down time. And I remember when you and Mark were little... I had, I was a single mom and you guys would stay with Kathy or um, she watched mm -hmm. you guys and she had kids, your kid, you guys ages. And yeah. um, she said, I remember her saying this to me. She goes, I think we do our kids a disservice when we don't let them have a day or two where they can just chill and watch cartoons yeah. or hang out on the couch or have those down days. Mm -hmm. We all need yeah. those mental health days, right? Yeah. And I feel like we're in this fast paced world. Everything's like on, on fast forward. And, yeah. <clears throat> you know, I think a lot of times we got to stop and think, why are we so stinking busy? Like, what are we doing? Why are we yeah. busy? You know? And so I was thinking about that. I thought culture really dictates busyness. It's right. like, got to, got to have your kids involved in all the things. Mm -hmm. And if I don't have my kids involved in all the things, then somehow they're missing out. And yeah. I I don't, I think that's a lie. Like, I oh, think definitely. You know, we don't have to push them to be in things, especially if they don't really want to be. Right. Like, right. you know, I mean, I get it. Some kids love like gymnastics or 
hockey or horseback riding and stuff like that. But even in those things, there has to be a balance. Well, there has uh, to then be that's why, like, with my girls, they get to do one thing. I, mm-hmm. I am not signing them up, at least for now and for the foreseeable future, for multiple extracurriculars. Like, they get to do one sport and they need to stick to it and see it to the end. Um, and then, you know, as they get older, I know that there's stuff um, that they can be involved in with the church. So they'll have that as well. But I it, it I think so much of this is balance. Like, you know, I think we think balance as in like your diet sometimes. Yeah. Like, you know, how when you think about it like that where you're like, oh, a little like what do the rules like 80, 20 or something like 80 bad and, and 20 good or other way around. Sorry. I was going to say, <laughs> wow, I've been eating wrong. Good and 20. <laughs> and we've all known that one. <laughs> no, but it's, it's not just like balance there. It's balance with everything, like balance with, with your extracurriculars, balance with, you know, I, I know we talk about the importance of community and being with one another, but you got to balance that too. Like you, you can't be on top of each other all the time, hang out all the time. Like you need downtime, like you said. And I think we don't just burn ourselves out physically, but we also burn ourselves out spiritually and mentally. And when we're not spending any time sitting at the feet of Jesus because we're too busy doing everything else, we're not going to grow as Christians. We're not going to grow in maturity in our relationship with Christ. And the thing is, if, if the enemy can't get you to sin or to do bad things or to live in rebellion to God, then he's going to keep you busy. He's going to keep you busy even with things that look really good, even with ministry and, and with all the kid things and whatnot. So we do have to remember that the enemy can come at us really hard there. Yeah, I agree with that a hundred percent. And I know, like, that's the way we were with you guys growing up. Is that you can pick one sport and that's it, a season. Like, we're not yeah. doing more than one sport a season. And um, I remember when Carlene came along. This is kind of funny because the two boys played hockey, and you were a, you were a barrel racer. You did horses. Mm-hmm. And when Carlene came along, I said, well, you have two choices at this point. You can either play <laughs> play hockey or ride horses and you're not playing hockey. <laughs> oh, by by default. <laughs> I know. Well, she actually liked horses, so it worked out good. And I think yeah, she just thankfully. liked it. I know. And I think she loved it, too, because her big sister did it. So it was like cool to yeah. be like her big sister. So, you know, and that's culture. And I. I do agree that there are times when church culture makes us too busy. Like we, Mm -hmm. you know, just be involved at all the things at church and that's not healthy either. You shouldn't be there every stinking time the door opens, you know, that, you know, you end up neglecting your family at that point and you're, you know, that's counterproductive. So what you said about if the enemy can't, you know, he, he will bring us good things sometimes to make us more busy than we need to be. The other thing I Mm -hmm. thought about was how much um, we walk in fear. Like I I see that so much with moms and I remember feeling it as a mom, like, oh my gosh, I'm going to ruin my kids. Can I just say right up front right now, you are not that powerful. We are not powerful enough to ruin our kids. And Mm -hmm. um, I think if anything, it's going to make it harder for them if we are too busy. 
it creates oh, so yeah. much you know it, when i was teaching this to your mops group um which by the way i would love to come to your you know those that are listening our friends out there i am more than happy to come and speak at your church i would love that or your women's event but when we were talking about busyness it said when busyness is glorified and encouraged it leads to mental health issues Mm -hmm. You know, so if you're seeing anxiety and stress and overwhelm mm. and feelings of inadequacy, sadness, frustration, anger, loneliness, helplessness, feelings of incompetency or guilty feelings, not only in yourself, but in your children, we need to yeah. back up and think about that. Am I just too busy? And this is the result of that mentally for my kids and, you know, fearing you know, if we're doing anything out of fear, we're not walking in faith. And God right. has called us to walk by faith and not by sight. And there needs to be like this whole, like, let's just take a deep cleansing breath and a restart. I thought about this too. How many times are we keeping ourselves so stinking busy that it keeps us from dealing with certain issues in our own lives? Like we just oh, stay yeah. busy so we don't have to focus on 100%. That. Yeah. Yeah. I I was just talking to somebody recently and they just came out of a very busy um, season in their career. And as I was talking to them, they were saying, you know, wow, like this is forcing me to have to look at myself now because they're in mm -hmm. a position that's not very busy anymore. And um, what they said was it was really easy to ignore the issues when you're just on yeah. the go all the time. And yeah. thus another scheme of the enemy to keep us so busy that we're not mm -hmm. we're not walking in that sanctification process of yeah. growing and, in Christ. And I've seen doors it, 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 in my life and other and other people's lives around me where God just slams doors closed one after another, not because he doesn't love you or want you to to be happy doing other things but he's calling you to him and we have to like we have to focus on him we have to come back around and say okay you're closing all these doors for a reason i need to refocus i need to go spend some time with you i need to be in your will and not mine and yeah. and i think we those are those are little you know that's the holy spirit and you have to you have to continuously heed those checks and and listen to where God is calling you and follow where he's calling you. And a lot of times that is right back to him. Yeah, I had a restless night not too long ago. And I just, I remember waking up and my mind was racing and there was so much going on. And I was like, all right, Lord, I need to get at your feet because this anxiety thing is, I usually don't have anxiety. And I have a story that actually that you're saying that. Yeah, keep going. Yeah. And I got in my prayer closet and I'm like, Lord, what is going on? Well, I'm, I'm ramping up to like a week and a half of travel and mm -hmm. I, the fear and the anxiety was coming from what's going on in our world. And it's like, mm -hmm. okay, I'm traveling. Like what's going to happen in this world while I'm gone from home? You know, yeah. will, will I make it back home? You know, and all of that kind of stuff. And then like, just saying, you know what? I, I'm choosing to trust you, Lord. You have given me the privilege of being able to help my kids and to be, you know, where they need me to be. And even though they live all over the country and I'm choosing, I'm choosing to be thankful and grateful and I'm not going to give in. I'm choosing to stand firm against that fear. 
And mm-hmm. right now in our world, that's a big deal. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, no, it's funny that you said that you had a, a moment of anxiousness and fear. And and I know you're not normally like that. And it's mm-hmm. funny because I'm not like that. I've really never struggled. That's not the area that I've struggled in um, was fear and anxiety. But the other day I was literally just outside of my house and out of nowhere, it was so bizarre. I just felt like this heightened anxiousness and in and, and my, and my heart was racing and I'm like, what? I, I had no reason to be anxious. Like nothing was going on. And I wasn't even thinking about anything that made me fearful. Or I, I, it was bizarre. It just came out of nowhere for zero reason. And I'm, I'm like, okay, like this is not normal for me. Like, so what is happening? Yeah. <laughs> so I just stopped. I stopped and I did warfare and I just prayed and I prayed and I prayed. I said, Lord Jesus, like t- I, I just call, I just called out to him until yeah. it went away. And let me tell you, it took probably, I don't know, three minutes. It was gone, completely gone. Yeah. Like yeah. my heart rate came back down and I was totally fine the rest of the day. It, it was just yeah. in that moment, as soon as I refocused back onto Christ and called out to him, I, I don't know, it that just yeah. it put an end to it. And it, it was just like such a powerful moment because it just reminded me that like, I know that I that's that the Lord is who I go to at all times. But like, I don't know, it was just crazy. I'm like... Yeah, God, like you're really listening. Like you're really, you're really paying attention to me. Like, thank you for that. Imagine like, that. I don't know. It's so cool. Imagine yeah. that. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Yeah. And I think too, like for you and I, like it's not normal for us to have those kinds of reactions to things. Although I will say if I go back and think about it, I've probably been more like that recently than I thought I was. But mm-hmm. I think we forget that we need to run to Jesus about those things, whether it's something you deal with on a regular basis or if it's something you deal with every once in a while, like to Mm -hmm. stop it. Wasn't Sharon's always like pause, pray, and then present that to God, you know, and just take that moment. Cause I know there's times when I'll just say Jesus, like I'll just say Mm -hmm. his name because his name is powerful and it does yeah. make a difference. But I think when I get real busy, that's when that opens the door to that. So I, yeah. I agree with that. And I also just wanted to say for me personally, I am, and it's probably because you've taught me so much on busyness and I really um, focus on my time with Jesus and I make that my first priority. So everything else is shaped around my relationship with Christ. With that said, I personally, like, I'm not one to fill up my calendar, like, back to back to back to back. If I have an event or something going on or we're doing something as a family, say, on a Tuesday evening, then I take the next day and I don't schedule anything. And then if there's someone that wants to do something or whatnot, whatever it might be, then Thursday or Friday, I'm good. And then I take Saturday off. I try to balance it so that it's not back to back every day. We have plans. Of course, there's times in the year when that does happen. But generally, overall, that's what I try to do. And I will say that there are so many times on those days when I don't have anything really scheduled. I'm like, as a mom, I'm like, okay, what do I need to do? Where am I going? Where am I going? And it's like, I get this overwhelming feeling of like, I need to be doing something. I need to be going somewhere. And I'm like, wait, 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 
but like why like I don't I don't have errands to run I don't the kids don't need to be anywhere like let's just relax let's just I have to like constantly remind myself that like on those days I can just chill and And it's okay okay. yeah I think that that um Rodfather taught me that so well because Mm -hmm. before we got married I was in go 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 mode all the time yeah I was a single mom I was working Mm full-time and you guys were little you were like three and four years old and it was intense and Mm -hmm. when then when Rod and I got married I worked for a little while and then we realized I was just working to pay the babysitter and he's like why are you not raising our children like it's like (laughs) yeah so much better (laughs) if you were just home and so Mm -hmm. I quit my job and started staying home and I remember like oh my gosh like I'm not contributing I'm not contributing financially I'm not doing this Mm -hmm. I'm not doing that and there was this lie that I I bought that I have to be so incredibly productive every day to make Mm -hmm. a difference. And sometimes being unproductive is one of the best spiritual disciplines you can learn is just chill. Yeah. And honestly, now that you say that, I'm thinking back, like even just yesterday, I spent so much time because I had the time and it wasn't a busy day. I spent a lot of time in the Word yesterday and in prayer. And I feel the most productive and the most joy and the most content when I spend, when I have those days where I spend a lot of time in the Word and in prayer. Like those are the days that like I feel my best. Not the days when I fill it with trying to be, quote, successful in getting the house all cleaned up. And while well, that's obviously good, you should probably clean your house. I'm not saying don't <laughs> clean your house. <laughs> but like doing all the things, running all the errands, like being everybody's BFF and at everyone's house and at every event and at every school thing and all the church things. Like then I just feel like weary and burnt out and like, yeah. oh, man, like what did I actually like? What is happening with life? <laughs> you know? Too tired. Yeah. yeah. No. So I think in those last few minutes as we talk, we need to talk about how do we switch this up? Because I feel like we get caught in it, but we don't necessarily mm-hmm. know what to do to get out of it as a mm-hmm. mom. Like, where do we go from here? Mm-hmm. And I know that like we, there were four of you guys. So obviously it's going to be busy. You know, yeah, and yeah. I, I think there are seasons of life that are busy and when your yes. kids are little. But I also think there in that season, there needs to be, like you said, a balance. And I'm just mm-hmm. going to come out of the gate with saying one of the things that I had to learn was priorities. And yeah. whenever I was able to keep my priorities in line. I didn't feel like I was overextended. Mm -hmm. And so like, for instance, your number one priority for all of us who are saints, who are Christians, is God. He ends up being the last priority when it gets busy. I feel like Mm -hmm. everybody, you know, like, I I don't have time for quiet time. Well, if you don't have time for quiet time, you ain't got time for everything else, right? Or just any time with him, whatever that might look like in the season of life that you're in. That's right. That time with with God. And mm -hmm. that's our number one priority. But our second priority is our husbands, our spouses. If you're married, that is your second priority. And let me tell you why, Mm -hmm. as an older mom, that is so incredibly important for you younger moms, because those kids are passing through and your husband's there forever. Mm 
And yeah. if you forsake that relationship and put it on the back burner, just like your relationship with God, guess what? When those kids walk out the door, you're going to be looking at each other going, who the heck are you? And yeah. what are we doing? What now? do we do? So, <laughs> so many people end up divorced when their kids leave because they mm -hmm. don't know each other. They haven't worked on their relationship with one yeah. another. So, you know, uh, just a suggestion. Rod and I were married on March 23rd. So the 23rd of every month is our day. You know, where we oh, that's a good idea. make an effort. Yeah. While you guys were little, that's what we did. The 23rd was the day that we had a date. The 20, mm, the 23rd of, like the, of the month. Yeah. It was really fun. I'll and I mean, <laughs> now we get to do stuff together all the time. So now it's like, <laughs> yeah. But the 23rd is an extra special day. <laughs> it is extra special. So, um, but when, I mean, you got to make that effort with your spouse, but then the third priority is your children. And please, I beg you guys as young moms, do not put your children ahead of your spouse. Don't do that. Yeah. Yeah. That's going to be a disaster in the end. Mm -hmm. And we need to make sure our spouses are number two. But number three is our kids. And you have, this is your mission field as a young mom. It's your mission field. Don't outsource that to somebody else. Yeah. That's that's your job. That's your calling. And um, then if you have time outside of that to do other stuff, then go for it, you know? Yeah. But I find that if I keep my priorities lined up, then I am doing so much better with that yeah. stuff. Even now as a mom with kids that are all over the country, you guys are still a priority to me. God, mm -hmm. Rod, and then you guys. And when you guys Rod. call, God, Rod, and then you guys, yes. <laughs> but uh, it, if, you know, when you call and you say, hey, are you available? I, you know, we need somebody to come and stay with the kids. Or can you come and stay with me while my spouse is out of town or, or whatever? I want to be available to do that. It's easy for me now to be so busy that I wouldn't be able to help you guys out and fill my time up with my own thing. So that priority yeah. continues throughout your lifetime, really. But mm -hmm. um, if you have time after all of that, then I'm like, hey, go for it. You know, yeah, there's things yeah. you can do that aren't going to take you away from those three priorities. So anyway, you got any tips? Like, how do you I think balance you said was really I, it's yeah, it's really just I'm so intentional to balance everything. And just because somebody invites me to something or wants to do something, if I'm already got like a few things on my schedule for that week or the surrounding days, I just say no. Yeah. I, I have to because otherwise I'm trying to pencil in like, where can I fit you in? It's like, no, you're I, I know that when I do have weeks like that where I am busy, I, you know, fall short in my time with God and I just crave that time back. And I'm like, I need to like refocus. I need to get uh -huh. back. I know it was a busy week, but like I have to reset this following week or whatever it is. So yeah, yeah. it's it's just being so intentional balance. And in prayer. If if something comes knocking on my door, an opportunity or whatever it is, I need to sit and process it and I need to sit with God about it and really ask him, is this from you? Uh -huh. Do you is this where you're calling me? Is this in your will for me? Like this, whatever the the it is. Like and and it could be so small, like such a small thing. Yeah. Um, it's there's nothing too small to be praying about, but I pray about everything just yeah. to make sure I'm not, you know, outside of his will and 
because that can be it can be really easy to fall into all of those little activities or details or ministry or whatever like oh this looks really good and I'm doing something really good for the kingdom of God but then you forsake all of your time with him and your relationship with him so then are you because then you're not growing as a Christian and and growing in maturity and growing in your walk with the Lord so then then you're not you're not ministering out of a place of overflow you're ministering and teaching and discipling out of a place of I'm full or maybe not even uh -huh. and that's a really really dangerous place to be it's not good yeah I I love that intentional be intentional and that you can say no it's okay to say no yeah and your kids yeah. are going to live so and it does it changes your legacy mm -hmm. it gives you know it gives your kids a model to see yeah. when they grow up and they're running their homes. So Brett, you want to pray for us today? Yeah. Heavenly Father, Lord, thank you for this time together. Thank you for our friends who are listening, Lord. I just pray that any of our friends, if they have any anything going on in their lives that's just keeping them busy or all the things that are keeping them busy in their, in their weeks and their day-to-day, -day, Lord, that you would just, Lord, reveal that to them, that you would slam shut any doors that are, are not um, from you that are not um, leading us toward you and, and 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 focusing, keeping us focused on our priorities, you and our husbands and our children. Lord, I pray that you would just guide us here, that you would help us to remain laser focused on you, especially as we ramp up into a busy season of the holidays. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Amen. Mm -hmm.